Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I don't recognize this song. What song? What song is this one? It's the suburbs. The suburbs. Love is lo- yeah. I live in the suburbs. I've Love never local. heard of they're the lo- suburbs. Oh, all right. Well, I'm probably too old. You're gonna no. They're older. Oh, they're older than yeah, me. Yeah, no. You're gonna get some hate for this. <laughs> Pete and Jerry, and do you know who the suburbs are? I don't, but I love when he played a little Prince earlier. When he was I know. playing Prince, that's my high school guy, man. That's Minneapolis Central, right there. Well, that's that's low hanging fruit, right? I mean, it's easy. Just when all else fails, throw Prince on. Oh man! All right, good, good, good. Hour one in the books. We are on to hour two here on the Huddle. Dave Schwartz, Pete Nigerian, Charlie Weiss, and we have my very good friend from Purple Insider, Matthew Collar. My very good friend. Hi, buddy. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, they're letting you talk football, huh? Not just hockey. <laughs> well, it's only day one, so at least I'll, I'll behave for the first day. Um, are you already at the stadium? You're not over there that early, are you? Uh, no, there's really nothing to do at this point. The food doesn't come out until about uh, yeah. an hour and a half before yeah. the game, so that's when I show up. That's that's smart. You, uh, you writers, you know, I know you guys well. Um, this is an interesting matchup uh, for, for week one. I, I love the fact that it's Packer week on the first week of the season, but so, so many things change from, from week one to, to week two and, and so on. But if there's one kind of bullet point headline, one thing that this game is going to hinge on today, Matt, what is it going to be that the Vikings have to do to make sure that they win? Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest factor here is that uh, David Bakhtieri and Elton Jenkins, the offensive linemen for the Packers, are not playing today, Ooh, and or it, doesn't, or it doesn't seem that they're playing today based on reports. And that means that Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter, who have gotten through training camp completely healthy, and the efforts to do that have been very laudable by the Vikings. They didn't put them in preseason games. They gave them a lot of reps off and now they're ready to go chase Aaron Rodgers around. And the thing is that, you know, anytime that anything went wrong for Aaron Rodgers over the last, I don't know how many years, he just threw the ball back shoulder to Devontae Adams and he caught it. And so it's like, once you thought you got him, you didn't, because he could just throw it to Devontae Adams. That's different now. Like, the chemistry is really going to be tested right away, I think, between him and Sammy Watkins, and also the guy he's familiar with, Alan Lazard, He's not expected to play either. So it's like, is he going to check down to running backs? Is uh, he going to throw it to his tight end, Robert Tunyon? Like, like, how is he going to deal with the fact that he no longer has his security blanket? I think that's by far the number one story of this game. 
and I think those two defensive linemen that you're talking about, I know one of them's allegedly a linebacker, but let's all be real. These guys are defensive ends, and, they, and they're phenomenal, and they're going to be able to get after the quarterback if, if you're right and, and Bakhtiari and others are, are maybe not on the field. That's, that's going to be huge for Aaron Rodgers, something he's complained about forever, by the way. But how about Irv Smith, speaking of tight ends? How, I know he's back. Is he all the way back, Matthew, or where, where do we expect to see him as far as the game today? Yeah, I think that's really going to be tested because he missed uh, a lot of training camp with the thumb injury. The the one good thing was that he was able to stay in shape, so he didn't fall out of shape uh, because it was a thumb injury, so he could still go out there and run all of his routes and everything else, um, but just is starting to get in a position where he can block and where he can catch the football and things like that. Um, but, you know, this guy has not played football in a long time. I mean, since 2020, because last year – he was injured in the preseason and then didn't get to play all of last season. Uh, so it's uh, it's been a really rough ride for Irv Smith Jr. dealing with these injuries. But I think that, you know, if he can at least come out and just, like, get his feet back wet underneath him, um, I, you know, I, I guess my expectations aren't super high for week one. I think that as he goes along in the season, as he gets comfortable again, and he's ready to start, you know, being the guy that he once looked like he was going to be, I think he could be a serious threat in this offense. If they get anything more than just a couple of catches out of him today, uh, I think that would be a huge sign. But he's just he's just been through a lot over the last year plus, um, you know, dealing with these injuries. He's probably doomed because I started him on my fantasy team today. So I just, <laughs> I, I'm going to put that out there. Uh, Matt, every year it doesn't seem to matter what Kirk Cousins does last year or the year before. It seems like there is permanently a question mark in front of his name whenever you're talking about where he is and what what he's going to do with this team. Do you think the addition of Kevin O'Connell and and what he knows about offense and what he's done with quarterbacks, including Cousins in the past, makes that much of a difference that Kirk Cousins – I mean, there's people talking about an MVP season for him. Does it make that much of a difference? Um, yeah, every year, I'm sure you could Google like the year and then Kirk Cousins and MVP. And every year, someone's preseason prediction will be Kirk Cousins MVP. Um, but, you know, so the thing about like Cousins is I don't expect him to change. And right. neither does he. I mean, in talking to him throughout this preseason at the podium, we have asked him so many times, like, how's it going to be different? How are you going to play different? And every time, he's very hesitant to say that he's going to be a different quarterback. And I think that's fair. The man is 34 years old. But how you package what you have in Kirk Cousins matters, right? So, like, look at 2019, for an example, with Kevin Stefanski. Uh, That year, they were really effective with screen passes. So slowing down the pass rush by making them think twice about throwing it a little bit more to Delvin Cook. Um, You can be a little more creative. You can not run so much on second and 13 like like they want to do. And and the other thing is, too, if you get up 10 points in a game, uh, this is not 1994. You don't have to just run the clock out with uh, Emmett Smith or something. Like, you have to stay aggressive. And I think that last year, if you look at those games, the number of times that they got off to a hot start and then had a couple of three and outs where they were running the ball a lot, you don't have to do that. And I think that Kevin O'Connell can just be a little sharper. And it's not like you're asking Kirk Cousins to go from the you know 25th best quarterback to top five. All you're asking is for him to be the guy that he is and then packaging it just a little bit smarter, just a little bit sharper, 
Uh, and then you, you need all the things to go right that you usually need with Cousins. Like the offensive line has to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and Ed Ingram and, and Garrett Bradbury, they have to play well on the interior because that's the kryptonite of Kirk Cousins and always will be. He's not running away from anybody. So if they no. get pressure up the middle, it doesn't matter what Kevin O'Connell does. So it's always with Kirk Cousins. It's like a lot of the factors around him and how all of that is packaged together will kind of affect the results. But I don't expect Kirk to start making throws that he's never made before at this age, and even he doesn't either. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Kirk Cousins saying, I'm not going to change anything about my game, has every Vikings fan everywhere balling up into the fetal position. I'm just going <laughs> to, I mean, come on. The, the one thing that's always drove me nuts, though, and Matt, you and I have talked about this, when you have a receiver like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, I, I've forever wanted Kirk to just throw the ball up there and let him make a play. And I know some of that was his desire, or or I don't know if it was a fear not to do that, or maybe it was Zimmer not trusting him to do that. But is this finally the year that we see the whole, hey, J.J., just go get the dang ball and score a touchdown? No. (laughs) No, it's it's not going to – he's not – Kirk Cousins is not all of a sudden going to become Case Keenum. And uh, what did Mike Zimmer say about him one time, that he had – he was large in a particular area. Maybe oh, it was gosh, Hart, he said. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, like, he, he, Case Keenum decided in 2017 that this was Case Keenum's year and there was not going to be another year. And he threw the ball up to Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs uh, like he had nothing to lose. I don't think that Kirk Cousins has ever played football that way in his life, and I don't think he's going to change it. And even when he was asked just the other day about being – more aggressive he said well yeah but i don't want to turn the ball over it's like oh. it's like asking alex smith to suddenly let it loose like it's just <laughs> it's not who the person is as a player that doesn't but look at the numbers that jefferson and Thielen and Diggs had put up with kirk Cousins. so it's not like you can't get anything out of that uh you get a lot out of it still i i think that um what it has to do with is staying aggressive from a play calling approach uh which means if it's you know, if it, if something hasn't worked, you're you're sort of sticking with it. You're not always going back to, oh, we got to run Dalvin more. We got to run Dalvin more. It's like keeping the gas pedal down. I think is probably the best way to deal with that. And then maybe even creating some some better quick game, which has not really existed for this team in in a super effective manner all that often. I think that those things can help that. But if you expect them to just start flinging it up. Um, you know, like what was it, uh, Patrick Mahomes with the like Tyreek Hill is down there somewhere, or you know, <laughs> yep. somebody said, right? Like that's not Kirk Cousins, and it never will be. Okay, I got to tell you, Matthew. Here though, uh, now you guys feel to me like you're both kind of bashing Kirk a little bit. I, I know, I know that you're, that's probably not your intent, but I can, I'm going to give you both this challenge because I, you know what, something I did on on something that I do with my my company as well, where we are covering sports, and I'm just going to throw this out at you both. Okay. So Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins are about the same age, 33, 34 years old. Last year, Kirk had a better completion percentage. Kirk also threw eight more touchdowns and only one more interception. And, oh, by the way, he added another 1,000 yards to what Russell did. And Russell signs a $245 million contract with the Denver Broncos. And he led the team multiple times to get the, the victory, left too much time on the clock maybe, but the defense was the problem. So I want to go back to this. The defense of the Green Bay Packers, are they good enough now that we've got not just J.J., not just K.J. and Thielen, now we've got Rieger as well. 
Are we an offense that can throw on the Green Bay Packers with their linebackers that are so fast? And, and obviously Alexander, the cornerback, who's probably one of the best in football. Uh, yeah, I mean, to the Russell Wilson point, there's maybe some context missing that Wilson had a serious thumb injury he was playing through last year um, and has one of those things on his ring finger also to talk about. But, uh, yeah, when, can, can they throw the ball? Yeah, I think the answer is yes. I think that they could throw the ball – on everyone and it's not it's not Kirk bashing so much as it is to like I'm never going to be able to dunk a basketball like even if I tried all off season to improve my ability to jump I have little hands and I can't grip the ball I can't dunk it it'll never happen Kirk Cousins will never be be super aggressive it's just not going to happen but but can they throw the ball absolutely I mean the, the, the where it really begins is whether they can protect Kirk Cousins well enough because Rashawn Gary Preston Smith Kenny Clark these guys are monsters who have wrecked game plans before but you have a huge day for Brian O'Neill a huge day for Christian Darisaw who looks great during training camp and to me it comes down to the interior of that offensive line because if Kirk gets off his game early with pressure, we kind of all know how that looks, right? But if he has time to throw, there is nobody in this league, even Jair Alexander, who can defend Justin Jefferson. And I also think that Kevin O'Connell has some really interesting things. If he's borrowing a lot from the Rams, which it looks like he is, there are some really interesting ways to get receivers open. And nobody knows that better than Cooper Cup in Los Angeles. And I think that there's two guys that can do a lot of the things that Cooper cup did for the Rams. So I think, I mean, it really comes down to, can you stop Rogers? Can you protect cousins? And if you could do those two things, you can win this game. I, I'm not necessarily Pete. I agree. And I'm not necessarily bashing Kirk cousins. It's, it's more of the fact that he is very, let's just say utilitarian. Is that a good word? I mean, it, it's not, it's not sexy football. It's, it's, efficient football and and he does that well and you know what to your point that's really all they need him to do right when you have dalvin mm-hmm. cook uh just a one one i mean one of the best running backs in the league i would say at this point um and then the receivers that he has uh, i i think he just has to get the job done and and it's that's it right i mean that's that's what they have to do matthew how is the the vibe changed i mean we there was a lot made of mike zimmer in the off uh, off season about how things were going over there you know, I had my feelings about Mike, as everybody else does. Uh, very smart football mind. There's no doubt about it. How have things changed a bit uh, around uh, TCO with Kevin O'Connell and and that kind of new school coaching mentality? Yeah, I, I think that um, what happened at the end of last year, I mean, the last time they played the Packers, the, the lasting memory was Mike Zimmer senselessly dunking on Kellen Mond for no reason. Gosh, I remember the that. Game. It's just like, <laughs> the, okay, this is just the meanest person for, you know, like the most childish guy at times uh, Mike Zimmer could be, even though, like you said, a tremendous football mind. And I think, I think overall a really good football coach, but, you wear out your welcome eventually, and especially when you don't win, if you're going to treat people the way that he did and if you're going to stay with a lot of antiquated ways of doing things. We talked about Irv Smith Jr. getting hurt in the last preseason game. It's like nobody does that anymore, you know? Like there were a lot of things like that. Like nobody treats players like this anymore in the NFL, and there's a reason for that. I mean, because players don't respond as well to that stuff, at least, you know, generationally, or I don't even know, like, does anyone at any age like to be treated poorly at their job? Probably not. Um, So Kevin O'Connell, I think, has gotten the players a lot more involved, 
listens to the players a lot more. There's a lot less screaming at players in practice when they make mistakes. They go back and they handle that stuff in the film room and things like that. Um, you know, I, I do think that that's a big deal. And I also think more than anything is the health measures that they're taking that I think Zimmer, like if, it, if, you know, if your leg was still attached, then you were getting out there. Right. And I think that uh, they have been way smarter with the way that they handled stuff uh, much more, much more scientifically and much more data driven. And, and like you look at the Rams have had a tremendous health record overall uh, that, that wins you games, the healthier you are, the more you win. So I think that like, there's a lot of things that the players wanted that they asked ownership for. And Kevin O'Connell has delivered on those things, whether he can go out and manage an actual game and game plan and scheme and out coach Matt LaFleur, like we're going to find all that stuff out. But I think all the things they were asking for in a coach, they got in this training camp and off season. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. Great read also uh, in, in Sports Illustrated uh, this last week comparing, I guess it wasn't a comparison, but the mentioning uh, and extended talk of Otto Graham. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure you check out his stuff, uh, Purple Insider. Always a great read. Matt, thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.